To the Garments Podcast special series of National Podcast Posting Months shows a frog a day. We're not animal experts, but every episode we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet one animal at a time. Varmint's podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash Varmint's podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Varmint's podcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and you'll find us. Moss with you here again, and today we're going to talk about the American Green Tree Frog. But first, what do you call green tree frogs on summer vacation? Holiday on holiday. Ah, that's because the species of green tree frog, of which there are over 800, the American green tree frog, Latin name Dryophytes cinereus, but also called alternatively Latin name Hyla cinerea, are members of the family Hylidae. So family Hylidae on family vacation holiday. (sighs) American green tree frogs are mainly found in the central and southeastern regions of the United States. They inhabit the Atlantic and Gulf coasts from as far north as Delaware and southern New Jersey all the way down to South Florida and then over to South Texas, going inland as far as Oklahoma, Missouri, and southern Illinois. They live in open canopy forests or permanent waters with abundant vegetation. American green tree frogs are the official state amphibian for both Louisiana and Georgia, two states where this lovely little frog is widespread. And while they are arboreal, living the tree life, thus the tree part in their name, American green tree frogs also use clean water during breeding season. They are commonly found near ponds, lakes, streams, marshes, and other wetlands with lots of floating plants like lily pads and duckweed, grasses, and cattails. American green tree frogs are colored bright green to reddish brown, and many populations have a white, yellow, or iridescent stripe along the sides of their bodies. Some may also have yellow or golden flecks on their back. And their skin color can vary with the animal's activity. 
when resting, they may appear more muted, being more olive green or brown or even gray when cool, and returning to a more vivid green once they've warmed up and are active again. The green tree frog is small, about 1.25 to 2.25 inches long or 3.2 to 5.7 centimeters, with males being a little smaller than females. Like other tree frogs, they have long limbs, long digits, and sticky toe pads. During mating season, which lasts from roughly March to as late as late September or October, males gather in swamps, weedy ponds, and lake margins, often congregating to sing while typically perched on the floating vegetation or other plants within about two inches of the surface. Their mating call is distinct from the calls they use to defend territory or announce rainfall, which they also do, and can be heard by females from at least 300 yards or 275 meters away. And that mating call is serious competition. These little guys will eavesdrop on, the male, on their male neighbors, adjusting their calls to better compete for the attention of the females, up to and including even going silent to intercept rival males' call signals and get the jump on approaching females. These feisty frogs will defend their mate-calling sites against foreign rivals and invaders using a combination of aggressive call signals and wrestling. A clutch of American green tree frogs can number in the hundreds of eggs and as many as 2,000 or more and they take approximately 4 to 14 days to hatch once fertilized, average is about 5 days, a little under a week, and the tadpoles then take about a month to mature and metamorphose into young adult frogs. This species has the potential to breed multiple clutches in a single mating season, and can be influenced by the weather. Mating generally occurs after a rainfall. Tadpoles are green, with a yellow or white stripe extending from each nostril to the eye, and may have mottled tail fins. And once breeding and egg laying is complete, the adult's commitment to the clutch completely ends and they're off. American green tree frogs are insectivores, usually consuming flies, mosquitoes, and other small insects such as crickets. Because of that, they're considered an important species in controlling, in controlling especially mosquito populations. One study published in Ecology in 1980 suggests that the frog selects prey not by its size, but according to its activity level, with the most active prey being the most frequently eaten. So they're kind of like cats that way. Moving prey elicits a predatory response. The same study showed nearly 90% of Hyla Cinerea prey were actively pursued, with the other 10% being insects walking or close enough to be snatched up by the frog's tongue. Lurp. Conversely, green tree frogs are yummy and are eaten by a variety of other predators, such as snakes, birds, large fish like sunfish and bass, and other frogs, and even two species of dragonfly naiads. And other, and other predatory aquatic insects and smaller fish hunt the green tree frog tadpoles. According to Amphibian Arc and other sources, Amphibian chytrid fungus, chytridiomycosis, is an, infection, is an infectious fungal disease that can be fatal to amphibians and has caused extinctions. 
Chytridiomycosis is a skin disease in amphibians caused by one or two species of amphibian chytrid fungus. However, the great news for family Hylidae, they're very resistant to being infected with these devastating frog killers. The American green tree frog, sometimes known, are also sometimes known as bell frogs. They have quite the resounding mating call and can sound off up to 75 times a minute with a sharp nasal honk or bark-like call. And finally, their conservation status is listed as least concern on the IUCN red list, given their high densities and apparently stable populations. That's all for the American Green Tree Frog. This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes with intro music by Infomercial USA and bed music by Dan Hennig. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoyed the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado. That's all for now. See you next time, and be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.